today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. Our Hamilton ambulance is being stretched to the limit. Well, yeah, clearly they are. Icy weather from uh, the weekend, uh, overloaded emergency rooms, uh, too long waiting in emergency rooms for, uh, for for paramedics. I mean, on and on it goes. These are issues that we've been talking about for years. And, and you'd like to think at some point they're going to get settled, but it doesn't seem to be happening. Let me bring uh, Mario Pastorero into the uh, program. He, is, of course, is the president of OPSU Local 256, and uh, he joins us here on the Bill Kelly Show to bring us up to speed. Mario, how are you doing today? I'm uh, doing very well, Bill. Thank you for having me on. It seems Good. to be an annual event for me and you. It seems to be, uh, <laughs> almost semi-annual, because we seem to have a, a problem in the summertime. We seem to have a problem in the wintertime with this sort of thing, Mario. Uh, why don't we just forget about the weather as a factor and just understand the fact that we just haven't really addressed this to the extent that we really should have. This is, uh, this is troubling when you've got a situation like this past weekend. Absolutely, and we keep saying it was an unusual event. There's nothing really unusual about it. Uh, people have accidents, call volume spikes. Um, the frequency and how long code zeros last is not necessarily predictable, but what is predictable is that they will occur, and we don't seem to be prepared with sufficient frontline staff to meet those demands. Why not? Uh, you know, you've been talking about this for years. Uh, you and I have been talking about this for years. Uh, some staff members have been talking about this. They seem to understand that there's a problem, yet th- here we go again. Well, in spite of us appreciating council's investment uh, in providing additional resources over the last couple of years, uh, truly we're, we continue to play catch-up. Uh, staffing has remained unchecked properly, uh, not properly resourced for a number of years. And uh, three years ago, when the existing management came on board, they identified the need for approximately nine to ten additional frontline ambulances. Since that time, we've seen four and an additional one that came on board as a result of reallocation of existing resources. So uh, the bottom line is our service remains underfunded uh, based on all industry measurements. We fall far below. Uh, What's also disturbing is that there's to be a projected increase in call volume for our services at an annual rate of approximately 4%. And that has existed since 2008. So unless we actually meet the demand with the appropriate level of staffing, we will always be behind, we will always face challenges, response times will increase, and we won't be able to provide the good care that we want to provide to our patients and our citizens. So. This has been a long road for you uh, in, in the discussions you and I have had over the years about this. Uh, for, the, for the longest time, it seemed as if city staff didn't even believe uh, your concerns about this, that you needed more staffing and you needed more units. Uh, they've come around to that, so I give them credit for that. But uh, it's, it's, it's got to be frustrating. I mean, you know, when they themselves identify that you probably need 10 new units and you've got five so far, uh, clearly you're just not getting the job done because you don't have the staff, you don't have the tools to do the job. And it's uh, disturbing. I mean, when we've uh, enjoyed a good relationship with the new management, we've tried to collaborate in a number of different areas. We've been able to develop some programs, community paramedicine, social navigator programs, in order to try to reduce uh, the number of patients that actually rely on our ambulance service. But having said that, the council is aware of the predicament we're in. Uh, management just last year provided uh, a very detailed paper, budget and staff analysis, and it uh, identified quite clearly um, that the actual number of ambulances staffed at any point in time is or should be based on the anticipated level of workload with sufficient ambulances being available in the right places at the right times to provide a level of response time reliability that is both clinically 
and publicly acceptable. That's a quote. That is a quote, and that has not been met. And when you add on the increasing call volume from year to year to the tune of approximately 4%, um, you know, obviously we're in this predicament. And, I, and I'll tell you another thing. March 10, 2016, front page of the Hamilton Spectator, just to give you a sense of what some of the root causes are and the inequity in, uh, in budget uh, allocation between police, fire, and EMS. In 2016, the average residential taxpayer paid $3,286. We occupy a very thin slice of that. Police occupies $588 of that $3,286. Fire, $349. EMS, are you ready? I'm ready. $79. That's 22 cents per day per residential taxpayer. That's the inequity that I speak about. That's the underfunding that translates into an inadequate number of amateurs on the front lines. And unless that's addressed and handled head-on, we will continue to have these discussions and try to find excuses and apply band-aids that don't work. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.